Welcome back. You are listening to episode 14 of Double Hop Beat, a bi-weekly podcast taking the pulse of the beer and brewing scene. I'm James, home brewer and beer enthusiast. And I'm Shannon, and I like the taste of beer. Thank you for joining us for our 14th episode where we'll be talking about Oktoberfest. Prost! So, uh, to catch you guys up on what we've been up to recently, I recently stopped into Mighty Squirrel Brewing, which is... Probably one of my favorite IPAs around, Cloud Candy, in their double IPA, their Cosmic Distortion. Super juicy, awesome flavor, um, really good, good brewery that actually opened up their new location probably within the last couple years. So it's pretty pretty neat spot, a lot of spaces, and there's actually a wedding going on uh, when I showed up. So they had a food truck and... They had like, it was either the reception or the rehearsal. So it was pretty cool. So what you're saying is you're now a wedding crasher. Well, only half the brewery was uh, for the wedding. You could have taken advantage of that. Yeah, I'm not one of those. Gosh, I'm ashamed of you for not crashing that wedding. I was more than happy just watching all the dogs, just watching all the people's belongings while people were enjoying the craft beers. The dogs were watching the belongings? Oh, absolutely. People were just leaving the dogs with their belongings. How do you know it wasn't the dog's purse? Mm-hmm. what if that purse was the dog's and that dog likes to keep all his toys in there it's his a dog's wolf durse his dog purse a durse a durse i don't know maybe we should get on that i'm sure it does exist actually like fanny packs for dogs the okay. dog fanny double hot beat dog fanny packs for when you go to the brewery you can put all your dog stuff in their fanny pack so it just attaches to the dog like yeah. a like a vest no like an actual fanny pack or like, like your mom pack, when yeah. you get where picked up from camp and she's wearing a fanny pack like that, but for your dog. Yeah, maybe so. But this weekend... Trademark. Yeah, this weekend, uh, a lot of breweries and people all over the world are celebrating Oktoberfest, um, and festivals are going on, especially in Germany. So that's ideal if you are going to an Oktoberfest festivity, and September, late September and early October is the prime time. So raise your steins, or... Actually, Stein means stone in German. So if you want to raise your stones, go ahead. And that's because the traditional Stein is made out of stoneware, right? Yes. Okay. Not just handfuls of stones. I mean, who, who knows? You, you could try and make one out of a handful of stones. but I guess. I, I don't think it'd be a very good container. Probably not. But it also makes sense why stones are so heavy. Because steins are heavy? Yeah, get it? Because, like, stones, stones, heavy. Like, the weight? Yeah. How we used to measure people in stones? Yeah, and you get, like, a whole ton of beer in those things. You got to raise raise up your steins, see how long you can hold it up. That is a contest they do. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you some little bit of the history of Oktoberfest, because it is a little bit different than people may think. It's not just a beer drinking event. Festivity. Yeah. Yeah. It actually originated... Uh, as a party for, so it was in 1810, and the Crown Prince Ludwig of Germany, that is a fancy name, Ludwig. Ludwig. I wonder if he loved wigs. It's probably Ludwig. It's probably Ludwig, but you have more German ancestry than I do, so. Uh, he was mar- marrying the Princess Teresa of saxony Hildburghausen. Did I say that good? Yep. Well, <laughs> my that's English where, is That's right, I say nine, <laughs> nine, no. <laughs> Uh, so they got married in October of 1810, and the citizens of Munich were invited to celebrate in the front of the gates of the city. 
So it was a big party that they hosted to celebrate their marriage. And to mark the end of the celebration, they were hosting a horse race. So the next year, they decided to continue with the horse race. And that's kind of what got the next Oktoberfest started, was the racing of the horses. So it's like their Kentucky Derby, but... Yeah, it is the German version of the Kentucky Derby. So in 1811, they added an agricultural show, so people could come and showcase their agricultural abilities, almost like a, I think that was like a state fair or like a 4-H type event. And over the years, more and more entertainment was added, such as swings and a carousel. Ooh, swings. Yeah. I don't know if they meant, I mean, this was Go the have some 18, swings and beer. This is like the early 1800s, so I'm not sure if this meant like just a swing like on a tree. I'm not really sure how intense the swings got. But they also had carousels, which I think is pretty cool. And then later on, they also added small beer stands where people could go and get beverages. By 1896, these uh, small stands were replaced by beer tents and the beer halls that we know today that we associate with Oktoberfest. So those big, big places you can go and sit at your picnic table and have some beer um, and hopefully not get spilled on by other people. And speaking of spilling beers, so something funny that... I found out about was that Adidas had actually launched uh, sneakers for Oktoberfest season and they called them vomit proof trainers and they actually had the word prost on the Adidas prost. shoes. Yeah. I'm going to correct you now. Prost. Prost. Nine. Prost. Yeah, I, th- I saw that too. I thought it was, I mean, I'm not a vomit fan. I don't really know who is a vomit fan, but I was kind of glossing over that story because I don't really like talking about it. I mean, because all I can think about is when you have hundreds and hundreds of people so and disgusting. it's just all day drinking, it's just oh, God. It's bound to happen. So I guess someone was thinking outside the box and created a sneaker, but it looks like a regular Adidas shoe. So I don't know how exactly vomit proof it is. I wonder how much testing was done. I'm sure there's plenty, pe- sure there plenty of people at the Oktoberfest that were just lining up to just test that theory. But why? Why would you want that? I don't know. You want people to vomit on your shoes? I don't know. I don't but think that's something people intentionally want to happen to them. So key in drinking, everybody, be responsible. Have some water in between beers. Cut it down if you need to. And plenty of food. So so they don't have the horse races anymore as part of the Oktoberfest in general. But every three years, they do still have the agricultural show. So that dates back to 1811. And only Munich beers are considered Oktoberfest beer. So there's only six breweries yes. in the city that brew the beer, and those are the only beers that are considered Oktoberfest. They're only ones that are sold at the event itself. And I believe the ones at other locations have to be called a fest beer. And that they, would make sense. They are not able to be called Oktoberfest beers. Thanks for that piece of information. Yeah. <laughs> so the festival has been canceled only 24 times in its 200-year history, and that is because of war and cholera. And this is not love in the time of cholera. It is October. It's not love time. in the time of cholera. Yeah. It's a book. Oh, of course James it is. Of, co- of course it is. So they didn't host the event that year because there was a cholera outbreak in Munich. That's and probably a good reason not yeah. to. Yeah. So I think it's a good a good call on their part to not have a bunch of people with cholera in a big tent drinking beer together. Especially when you add like the steins and just like if people had like contamination and Beer probably doesn't mix well. So last year in 2018, 7.5 million liters of beer was consumed 
over the period of Oktoberfest. That's a lot of beer. And I'm going to predict that 2019, it's going to get bumped up even further in the record books, and it's going to be eight and a half million liters. Did you do research to find that number, or you're just guessing? No, I'm just spitballing here because the projection from 2017 to 2018 in the amount of liters consumed has been exponentially growing. So you're forecasting the amount of beer that's going to be consumed this year? I am forecasting. So anyone listening that's going to be consuming the Oktoberfest beers in Germany, drink up. So James can be right. Yes. Purely for James's sake, please drink more beer responsibly. It's only a million liter extra compared to last last year. True, true. And last year, 6.8 million people went to Oktoberfest, so... If that number goes up as well, there's a good chance you could be right. It's all approximation anyway, how they how they do that. So. Yeah, I mean, forecasting is never technically accurate. You're just guessing. It's it an educated guess. It boils down guess. to it. Speaking of education, fun fact, James. Ooh. In 1896, Einstein helped hook up electricity to the beer tents at Oktoberfest. Well done. Yeah. Well done, Einstein. Well done. Good job. And then he came to America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he contributed there first. He's from Germany, so yeah, of course. So that's, I thought that was a cool, cool little piece of information that I found. I think one of the, like the coolest things that I didn't really know a coworker of mine had gone to Germany during the end of September during the height of Oktoberfest, and he was just surprised at how much they promoted you to drink while at these tents. But a cool fact is he said that it was so packed that he had actually purchased tickets ahead of time because they filled up. And then you were looking on a website that you could actually track yeah. how full these tents were. Yes, yeah, right? so you can go on the um, the events for Oktoberfest website and you can actually see the different tents and what their capacity is at the time. So I said it's like when you go and check like the wait for rides at an amusement park or something or like you're waiting, looking to check the wait times at a restaurant. So it's the same thing. So you can see what the capacity is and decide if you want to go to that tent or not or wait until it gets a little bit less. And I saw this morning, I double checked and most of them were, or all of them were at either 90% or more capacity. And that makes sense. Yeah. If it, I think there'd be an issue if it was like 50% capacity and it's like 6 p.m. their time. If it's like the when you checked, it was like the afternoon for us. Yeah. Yeah. So it was I, nighttime for them. So it makes sense that yeah, they were all That's full. like the height. Yeah, Although Oktoberfest does end between 1130 and midnight every day. But then there's after parties that people go to. And then they're back at 8 a.m. for more beer. Wow. It's also a very child-friendly event, which people don't really think about. But because they have all of the carnival rides and everything, children enjoy those. And they are allowed in the beer tents. Man, that, that just seems like a disaster waiting to happen. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. The, I, the looking at the pictures of how packed those tents get, I feel like I would lose my child. Or your child would just have beer spilled all over them. Yeah, like the number one item that was lost at Oktoberfest were passports. So I feel like I wouldn't lose my child. And that makes sense, right? Because everyone, instead of having like their license everywhere, if they're traveling internationally, they would have their passport. Yeah, it was passports, wallets, and phones. I would have thought phone would be number one. Yeah, because they're saying people have, you know, the big stand in your hand. And then you just put your phone down. You don't have enough hands to carry everything and you forget about or it. Or some people have two steins in their hands. Yeah. Or the waitresses that can carry like 20 steins oh, yeah. at one time. For sure. I don't think I could do that. They're like champions. 
They're yeah. my heroes. They can carry a lot at one time. They must have like lift weights. Yeah, because there's different si- sizes of steins too. I think yeah. like we had like the twenty a twenty liter one where it was like equivalent of like four beers or something. Yeah, or two more like two. I wonder if on like the off seasons they these girls get together and just like lift steins. Is that their like workout program where they just are, like doing squats with steins and doing like barbell lifts with steins on the end? That'd be pretty funny to see. Like I'm just picturing them full glasses of beer in the middle of March just working out with steins. Yeah, it's so it's so weird to like think of like the sizes in because it it's all ba- it's all based on liters. Um, so it's like they have like the two pint, which is like a f- I believe a fourth of a liter, but it gets pretty heavy, especially when it's full of beer. And then if you're especially if you're holding it out straight, so the trick is. You can't have your elbow bent, apparently. There's very strict mm-hmm. rules when you do those competitions. And some are enforced a lot stricter than others. It's between the Stein races and you get the sausage sculpting contest. Yeah, what? Sausage sculpting? Yeah, it's, it's a great uh, great Bavarian tradition, I guess. At Oktoberfest? Apparently. Is it like ice sculptures, but in sausage form? Because that's disgusting. I'm not too sure. Uh, but it's also that like... so gross. <laughs> It's like, okay, if you're going to go to a festival, it's like, I can understand like a hot dog eating contest or like a sausage eating contest. I could see that. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I'm just, now I'm picturing sculptures made of sausage meat and it's weird. But when we had our Oktoberfest party, we did none of those. No, we just played the Hammerschlagen, which was the game where you put the hammer in the, or the nail in the stump. You put the nail in the stump and you have to... Each person takes a turn hitting with hitting the, their nail. Yeah, with the hammer. And whoever gets it into the stump the quickest wins. I think your grampy won. Yeah, with the least amount of uh, strokes. Like yeah. hitting yep. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some other weird, or not weird traditions, but other things that go along with Oktoberfest is that the women, so the, you know, the traditional outfit that the women's wear with the bodice and everything. So they have their... Um, aprons as well that go down the front and whatever side you tie your bow on indicates your relationship status. Never knew that. So if you tie on the left side, it means you're single. And if you tie it on the right, it means you're taken. I wonder how many waitresses w- in, would actually follow that. I think in Germany they do. Well, yeah. I, I don't I think so. necessarily think here people know that much about it, so they don't do it. But Excuse me, miss. Excuse me, miss. Can I <laughs> check which side bow is your bow is on? Yeah. So like, just a little tip for those ladies that are going to, or men, you never know, that want to dress up in, in those outfits for Oktoberfest, just make sure you're tying your bow on the right side of your body. Just or like, the correct side, not the right side necessarily. <laughs> make sure it's on the right side. Whatever, Wait, the, whatever right side you need to be. Yeah, what, the correct side for you. Interesting. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting as well. And one of the most popular sweet treats is glazed almonds cooked in copper kettles. Copper kettles. So then they ser- serve them in like those paper cone looking things oh yeah yeah so kind of like at state fairs you can get stuff like that and also the chicken dance is very popular at oktoberfest man just like at our wedding right that was no, popular that yeah. was on the list yeah that was on the do not playlist yeah you put that on on there you bet i did you did that in the macarena you had no ymca come on we did the cotton eye joe and that's all i needed oh please see that was on my list do not play well yet, i'm the bride so yeah it got on the list so it's for the bride it's okay. I was doing YMCA in my seat anyway. Well, that's weird. By yourself? 
Oh, people joined in. There was many people joining in. Many people? Meaning so two. two. <laughs> many meaning two. Oh, gosh. Myself included. Yes, yeah, so everyone gets up and does the chicken dance. And they even online, you can get a little breakdown and hire just to hold your hands and your little beaks. and. Yeah, I was, I was wondering why. Because now that I think of it, every time we've gone to that Oktoberfest that was in Connecticut yeah, at R. the time. Yeah, R.I.P. Old Heidelberg. Yeah, would have the germ. German singer come and he would always do the chicken dance and I always thought it was just like a clever thing for to get the little kids that were there involved but yeah, yeah I guess it's I guess it's a thing at um at Oktoberfest wow yeah so you can't obviously talk Oktoberfest without talking about the beers the beers, beers. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx pinch punch <laughs> no, you know, whatever gosh anyways um so unlike other styles of beers they particularly have one characteristic and they are tied to a specific time of year so they're usually going to be loggers and according to the brewers association they classify oktoberfest beers into two styles you have the german style oktoberfest bison and it's going to be lighter in color it's going to be um, served during oktoberfest but it has been exported before so. Yeah, so usually it's it is traditionally sold only at Oktoberfest, but some places have started to export it. Not Which a ton, I, not a lot, I, I wonder if it is also corresponding to now that more people are interested in more styles of beer in the United States that it's actually the need is there or the supply, mm-hmm. the demand, the demand, the demand is there. Yeah, and then there's also the American style Mars in Oktoberfest, which many of us classically think of in the United States as being the Oktoberfest beer. And this is going to be a copper red color usually. It's going to have a nice bread and biscuit malt aroma and flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And usually noble hops will be in there, thrown in there. And these beers tend to pair well with kielbasa. You have your pretzels and mustard. Um, so that's wild that it's served with those typically um, at breweries around. And the great thing about this style beer is just the maltiness. So it's just so nice, malty, full-bodied. And it's going to be a little bit on the drier side as well. I prefer, I think, I mean, I like the the Weizen better from what we've had. Like that style of beer. Because you you like a nice crisp beer versus the drier beers. Yeah. And I like, I like darker beers and like, I like the reds, but. I tend to prefer the the lighter colored beers better. And I think another great thing about the Oktoberfest beers, they're typically on the lighter um, alcohol by volume units. So that's why people drink a whole lot more of it because Mm -hmm. it's lighter, typically around the 5%, 6%. And so some of my favorite Oktoberfest beers, I've kind of had some that I've just loved because I during every it becomes like a seasonal thing to me. Yeah, and it's kind of like me and pumpkin beer. It's like fall and yeah, but it's like some some of the breweries and stuff. It's more of like I'm used to that style, so I I enjoy it. It's what I associate the time of year. And then there's other ones where I like to explore new ones. And I'm never about rating a beer, um, as many of you listeners know. I will never say this one's a nine out of ten or this one's a seven out of ten. I will just say what I like about them. And everyone just has their own opinions. So I don't like mm-hmm. to push opinions on other people. So definitely explore beers out there. Yes, but some of my favorites 
I, I know you've asked because when you go to the, the bottle shop around us, or the we call bottle the bottle shop. Yeah, see, I knew Why I you knew you would say that? that. So we call them the packy. No, the liquor store. All right, or the liquor what store. I say the packy. The packy. Are you from South Boston? Maybe. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but so the Von Trapp Oktoberfest out of Stowe, Vermont. Uh, that's a, a great Oktoberfest. I like the malt richness to it, and I also think it's got a little bit of like hop. Like a little hop crisp at the end, which I kind of like. It's It's got a nice malt flavor. Uh, the Hacker Pischer, which is a Munich, Germany, standard Munich brewery. That's one of those breweries that you mentioned, one of the six, mm-hmm. where that is an iconic Oktoberfest style, Amber Marzen. And that's what I love great about that beer is... It's very toast. It has a nice toasty bread flavor to it, and it's got that rich malt flavor once again. And I also like Oktoberfest beers around this time because it's in New England anyway. It's you don't get very malty beers on a regular basis because it's all hop forward, hops everything. Yeah, um, which I I mean I love hops. Don't coming from the IPA lover here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do love a good malty beer. And I think that's why I like Oktoberfest beers, because they're not hoppy, traditionally. Yeah, they're lower in the amount of yeah. hops that they have. And it's more for like a little bit of bitterness added. It's mm-hmm. not added hops for the crazy aromas and and a lot of the other flavors that you usually get from the yeast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Spaten is also one of the six... That's what I had last night at dinner. Yeah, and that's probably one of my favorite go-tos. If I see that on a menu, I will I will definitely get one of those. I convinced my friend to have one as well. And it oh. came in a stein. I didn't, I guess I wasn't really thinking when I ordered it, but I wasn't expecting it to come in a stein. Then the stein showed up and I was like, oh. You're this like, is- sweet. But a little yes, bit more. Yes, but also we have limited time before our tour leaves, so we need to. So you became that girl from Hawaii that was just trying to drink it as fast as possible. I did not drink it as fast as she did. She oh. was a champ. No, I finished it definitely faster than I would have would have liked to, but it was still enjoyable. All good in the Oktoberfest spirit. Which ones have you also tried besides that? So Sam Adams Oktoberfest because we're from New England, and Sam Adams it puts out some pretty good beers around here. Um, that's kind of like my standard when it comes to October. That's probably the first Oktoberfest I pick up just because it's, it's become to me like a tradition of, okay, here comes fall. I'm getting mm-hmm. a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. And that one definitely has the darker color. Yeah. That's well. definitely your Amber, Amber Mars in color right there. And zero gravity's Oktoberfest. I like because it's extremely drinkable. So what I mean by that is it's very crisp. It's very smooth. Uh, you really don't have to, it's not heavy, so it's, it goes down smooth. It's so a great drink. Lager. You can drink it with your bratwurst and all that. So you're not going to feel too full. Yeah. You're not going to be full. Yeah, exactly. And then recently, so one of my favorite breweries is Bay State in Massachusetts. Uh, Becky likes the smell is one of my favorite IPAs. Mm-hmm. So when they just came out with their Bechtoberfest, which is their take on an Oktoberfest lager. Uh, I was just blown away by it. Uh, it was very malty, and it, yet it was still very smooth, and it was about 5.6%. So that's, like, awesome. That's exactly what I wanted in an Oktoberfest lager. Mm-hmm. I tasted it. It was pretty good. Yeah, and Jack's Abbey also puts out great Oktoberfest beers because they are a brewery that specializes in lagers. So Yes, and they have a beer hall you can visit. Yeah, exactly. And that's in Framingham, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. 
for those listeners wondering. And another one of my go-tos is Sierra Nevada's Oktoberfest. And again, just a great malt flavor to that. And there's plenty more that I, I try every year, but those are kind of like my go-tos for mm-hmm. Oktoberfest. Yeah. And if you have a bunch of friends that want to try them, suggest going to each person, buying a different one, bringing it over, and you guys can have your own little tasting Oktoberfest party. Yeah. If you have a nice yard, do yeah. some yard games and why the weather is still tolerable to be outside. Yeah. Although our Oktoberfest party, it was like 90 degrees yeah, outside. Yeah, that was extremely It was hot. not the best for grandparents to be sitting out inside. No, especially when they dress up in, in all the uh, the hats and everything. Maybe that was just my dad. I think it was just your dad. Yeah. Nobody else was dressed like that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, your mom dressed up too. Yeah. So. They dressed up together. Oh, Jack had a Stein uh, costume on. Yeah, this little, the little child. The, the, at the time, four-year-old was wearing a Stein costume and running around. Yeah, so. very appropriate. At least, at least it wasn't containing beer, so. No, his mother would not have approved of that. And if you don't actually have a chance to attend any of the Oktoberfest festivities, <laughs> wow, festivities. Today, Junior. You can go to any brewery around near you and try and look for the style Marzen is how it'd be listed on their menu. So I know a lot of local breweries do ha- during this time of year come out with a lager or a different style that's going to be similar. So to follow up on what? last last week's episode, <laughs> Great segue. We, we had um, someone, a listener ask what beer I would give to an alien oh, as payment. That's interesting. So almost like a desert island type question. Yeah, and it's tricky because it's like, what kind of beer would you think an alien would drink? Uh, A sour beer. So, see, I was almost thinking a sour beer, but I was thinking of, like, appearance. Like, I I initially was drawn to appearance of a beer. So I was thinking just, like, the most hoppy, like, juicy beer I could find. Like, just has a very hazy color to it. And then I was like, you know what? They would probably be fine with like a blue moon, <laughs> which is like because very it's lame, called blue moon, but it's got that color and it's just like it's kind of like an in between, like it's it's just like a wheat, like a wheat beer, like I don't know, like I really don't know how to answer that because it's I don't know. Or do you give them something totally disgusting so they never want to come back again? <laughs> so so in that case, what would you give them? Water, I don't know. I'm just a, a no. I'm just water? I'm just thinking back to like our what I was mentioning that festival that they host in Reno every year. Maybe there's some really weird beer from there. You'd be like, yeah, this is what we drink all the time. Like a jalapeno spice beer. Yeah. Like something that they'd be like, oh, this is what you have on earth. I don't want to stick around. Bye. I'm sure. Yeah. Or, Or I'm sure you have the scientists out there that are just like, you know what? We would create a beer and it would have like a sleeping component or something in it. Something they could study. So we could abduct the abductors. (gasps) (gasps) Bump, bump. Our dog didn't like that. <laughs> the producer did not like no, it. No, he is upset. He's very upset. It just blew the decibels off the off the house. Yeah. Well, thank you for that question, listener. And if we did not answer it to your satisfaction, what do you think? What would you give for your beer? Yeah, feel free to send in. What and beer other, you would give other to listeners? Aliens? What beer would you give to aliens? Yeah. Or if you have any other questions for us, now I'm the one that can't talk. Feel free to send those in and we will answer them for you on air. And you can send those in by 
direct message on our Instagram at Double Hot Beat Podcast or via email at doublehotbeat at gmail.com. And that is doublehotbeat at gmail.com, not doublehotbeatpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you are enjoying an Oktoberfest this weekend, cheers. Prost. Prost. Not cheers. You got to say prost. You know what? You say both. Who cares? Who says both? I don't. I do. For Oktoberfest? Yeah, of Mm, course. I'm going to report you to the Oktoberfest, please. Nine. Stop yelling at me. Well, thank you for listening to our Craft Beard Podcast. Please be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcast and also on Google Podcast. You can also like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram at Double Hot Beat Podcast. You can also slide into our DMs and send us a message. Yeah. If you, want, if you also want to contribute a question like that listener did, you can also check us out on Double Hot Beat on our website at Double Double I can't, oh my gosh, I can never say this. www.doublehotbeatpodcast.com. And we appreciate you listening to us. So join us for the next episode. This has been Double Double Hot Hot Beat. Beat.